It's time for the Motown Rundown, presented by Impact 89 FM, WDBM. This is your home for all things Detroit sports, from the Lions and Tigers to the Pistons and Red Wings. Now here's your host, Ryan Rabinowitz. How are ya? Episode 47 of the Motown Rundown. Ryan Rabinowitz, Trent Bailey, Ryan Collins, you know the drill, we're here. Uh, how's it going, guys? <laughs> been better, been better. What didn't, a, mean, didn't mean to open the show with a burst of laughter there. What a somber, what a somber day. Morale we're coming, is we're so coming, low. We're coming post Michigan State basketball loss to Virginia Tech, who is terrible at basketball. Yep, lost the head zone though. Lost you, play, head coach. you play the zone though, and that's what happens. That's how you beat Sparty. Um, whatever. Episode forty-seven. What day is it today? It is it a is Monday. Monday the twenty-fifth. Monday for us, the twenty-fifth of November. Time flies. I feel like it was just Halloween. Time flies when you're having fun. Exactly. But we're here. Uh, hello to our Facebook Live uh, visitors. Other than that, I'm not sick anymore. I feel good. Yeah, we love that. We love when you're I feel not good because now I have a little bit more pep in my step, and I can speak and breathe and all that good stuff. And the thing about being sick, too, is my mom always pushes me to, to use the Vicks Vapor Rub, and I just can't stay. I don't like It's very uncomfortable on my chest. You guys ever have to use the Vicks? I've never used it. Really? Collins, you ever use the Vicks? Oh, like NyQuil and all that stuff? Like No, the Vicks Vapor Rub. I don't even know what that is. It's like the the gel substance the that you rub on your on yourself. It kind of like, it kind of reminds me of you, no you know thanks. you know in the little yeah, giants I, I never tried in it. the little giants when he puts the stick on his hands and he gets his hands stuck yeah. to his chest. It reminds me of that, but it's, it's so not. is it like petroleum jelly? Basically, I guess kind of. But it's got a little minty, kinda. little menthol to it. It's got something to like kind of break up the digestion, the mucus. In your stomach. Yeah, yeah. Oh. but for the stomach. most part, for the most part, we're mucus free, which is good. That's all I really that's, care that's about. That's all you can ask, right? Exactly. Maybe uh, you can ask for your team to win a game, but yeah, you know, I was I was saying before I left the house to come to come over here again post Michigan State basketball loss. It's just tough. Like, there's not obviously you know I'm a big big family man. Love my family. Love my friends. But I don't care about much else in this life besides uh, my family, my friends, and sports. Like I always say, you know, like I'm not a, a car guy. I don't you know I'm not into like you know, like machinery or you know collecting stamps or I don't know what other hobbies people have. Cooking. I just love sports, and I just you kind of take a step back, and it's now like the running story each week now in Detroit, and even like even on the national scale. Like the the Lions are in last place in their division. The Tigers were le- the legitimately the worst team in baseball this year. The Red Wings, I think, are in last place in the Atlantic Division. Now the Ottawa Senators somehow are the best team in hockey uh, in the last five games. So uh, the Red Wings are being left alone down there. Uh, the Pistons have what three, four wins this year. They're up seven though. Oh well, fantastic. Up seven. Wow. Yeah, uh, and good. my my Michigan State football team is might not make a bowl game because I'm kind of scared about the Maryland game. Hey, or, hey, they make it a quick lane bowl. We going? I'll, yeah, we'll we're go. going. We're I'm going. going. Yeah. And then Michigan State basketball is not as good as everyone thought they were. So there's not much to get happy about. Hey, it sucks. I'm, Michigan State hockey. Yes, Michigan State hockey is great. <laughs> They're ranked now. You in the USCHO or whatever. Yeah. Ranked twentieth, whatever that is. But you yeah, Michigan State hockey is my new team now. And if they let me down, then I have nothing. I just kinda walk around in this like malaise these days. I don't really have much to get excited about. Like usually I used to look forward to Sundays, like, okay, I'm gonna do the green and white report, I'll go home, we'll watch the Lions, I'll be locked in, and I'll get three to three and a half hours of entertaining locked in football where it's down to the wire and I'm feeling good, but I just know how every game ends now. And I sit with my one roommate, Josh, who you guys love, who was in the video that we he still haven't funny. finished editing. And we're sitting there watching the Redskins game, and the game's all tied up, and 
You know, and of course, Jeff Driscoll throws his interception. He, he just starts he's just laughing. He's like, what did you expect? I go, I don't know, dude. I really don't know. I don't even know why we do this show anymore. Like, what? I was, There's not I, a lot to talk about. <laughs> there, I, mean, there, I mean, if you want to talk about uh, the Detroit Red Wings' third D pair problems. I'm, yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's just there's not there's, – there's just so little – like, I feel bad. There's just so little substance to, like, what I personally have to say. Philip Sedina coming up because Mike sure. Durney got hurt again. Yeah, yeah, Sedina's up. Great, cool, awesome. The Red Wings still don't Hurt win. Bad. yeah. I don't know, but without further ado, uh, you know what, let's get into this first. How about we talk about Thanksgiving? Our last yeah. show until Thanksgiving. Are we excited? How are we feeling? Pretty excited. I don't. I have, for some reason, Thanksgiving's on Thursday. I, we, we went through the whole thing on the Green and White Pro. I so get funny. confused about when Black Friday is and whatnot. I don't want to get into all that stuff. But my, I, have a, I have a class that is meeting on Wednesday at 8 a.m. I, I can't stand when professors do that. I have a like, class this meeting Wednesday from four to six p.m. I just don't under Whoa. I don't understand. Like, what if, what if you have to that's catch, insane, right? What if you have to like Whoa. catch a flight to go home on you Wednesday? Just don't, that's, that's, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, that's got to be canceled. This is a this is right. a big university, correct? Right. There are a lot of different students who need to correct. leave on Tuesday, let correct. alone Wednesday. Yep, yep. That's uh, that's preposterous. I don't I don't get it, and I hate to be that guy that's like mean, but like I just look at these professors as like people who are probably shoved into lockers as kids, and they're like, oh, I'm gonna make all these kids stay here for Thanksgiving because I don't like my life, and I don't go home to a nice Thanksgiving meal. I I got an exam tomorrow morning, which stinks. Ridiculous. I I I would prefer like, hey, load me up like last Friday or like Thursday. Get, like, give me this. Out of the way. I know people that have left town already. No, I know. That's what I'm saying. I don't have any classes tomorrow. They were both canceled. And, and it's I have today, and I had a exam, and I have an exam tomorrow. See, I don't hate that's that brutal. because you get the Thanksgiving break to just chill. No, I but have, I got a project due, and that's Monday. Yeah, I have this this class. I have Wednesday. I have a final project due on Monday, and I just I, I'm scratching my head like, come on, I'm bro. trying to go home and enjoy time with my family, and like now I have to. I'm gonna forget to do the project. No, you're not gonna forget it, but in the bet, no, it's gonna be in the back of your mind, just festering. You're like, right, exactly. Uh, I can't, I can't enjoy like, this turkey right I, no, now. No, no, you're gonna be like, Sunday is gonna be so bad. Yeah, and Sunday I have to work, and we got we got the green and white report, which I love, but there's just so there's just so much going on, and I, whatever, I don't understand why professors do this to people. Like, do you not have a family either? Do you really want to? Sometimes some people just want to watch the world burn. I can't wait. Can we talk about that four to six? What are you guys doing? Do you guys have class? So first of all, it is a creative writing class. Oh, no and thanks. Yes. Ex- I know. That's To begin with, look, I, I, it's just like, yeah. She said at least she made it half optional to the point where if you don't go, it is a half an absence instead of a full one. But I'm like, if I'm going to be here, because I have another class from like 150 to 230, so I'm like, may as well stick around till four. Yeah. At least go get my attendance in and then hit the road. Yeah. You know? That's preposterous. Like that. It is pretty ridiculous. But I'm excited for Thanksgiving. Good thing it got I like here quick. Driving. Thanksgiving got here quick. It did. Very College quick. goes by so fast. It's it like, it's, yeah. I'm essentially looking at one more semester. Like, I'm scary. Pretty checked yet. Yeah, it is very scary. Talk about the Sunday scaries. It's the uh, I get, rest of your I, life senior scaries. scaries? No, yeah. dude. I, I get those now. I'm like, oh no! I gotta find an internship. Like, in the you night. guys are both gonna be solid. You act like you're just like, well, oh, you we're gonna be cast out yeah, for yeah, this yeah, world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, Trent, you have to. I'm telling you, it's it's scary, <laughs> and I and I and it's way scary for Ryan right now too. Yeah, it is. I. It's, it's a song for another time. This I, is so depressed. We are so depressed. By the way, right I now. wanna. I don't mean to call you out, but I saw that you tweeted about uh, Nick Ward tonight. 
Yeah. And then you, someone, I don't know who responded. It was one of my friends tweet, from high school. But then you go like, well, then you're unintelligent, but you use the wrong form of your again. <laughs> yeah, I know. You can't, like you can't call. Did you see my tweet after? <laughs> no. What was it? That was the, the Homer yeah. in the grass. <laughs> yeah. Like you can't, I just, I need you. You, you, you can't call someone unintelligent if you're going to use the wrong form of your. I need you to know that. At the same time, though, what did you expect from me? If you've ever been in one text conversation with Ryan Collins, you're getting three or four texts just for one explanation. <laughs> because I type, I got these fat meathead fingers that I just like, the little thumb is so like fat and like stubby. I can't, I, I mispronounce like letters and stuff. And then the spell check, I never check it. So I'm sending just random texts to people and they're always like, I always did the question mark, not even like any words because it's just so bad. But yeah, that was a bad look. There's no okay. way to respond to that. Don't worry about it. It's um, all good. Everyone has their flaws. But at the same time, Michigan State. I believe Ryan said that last week when Ward. you said you don't. You're not a big Star Wars guy. I think that's yeah, I'm, exactly. I'm not a Star Wars guy yeah, either. It's, it's Never tough. seen one of them. I'm a huge. No, Star I love Star Wars. Guy. Wars. I'm just saying that's one of your character your character flaws. It's fine. What that I don't watch Star Wars. Yeah, I don't. I, I'm not like a basher. I'm not like. No, 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 no. I get it. I get it. I get it. Um, anyway, so our pre-Thanksgiving show here will move right along. Uh, let's start with the Red Wings. I don't have much to say about them. They have uh, 17 points, and they are statistically the worst team in the NHL. Love it. Um, I don't even know. Like, again, and this is why I just I maybe shame on us for not coming with some more some more uh, meat to the table today of what to do. But like, what do you what what would you like me to talk about? Do you have any? I don't have any questions. Like, what do we? I don't even know what to do. How's How's Mantha doing? He's hurt. Oh, right now, is? I think he didn't play the other night. I, You're not mistaken. He did, yeah. I think he's hurt, and I, I'm gonna look it up. I should probably know this. I'm, I'm, I, I know he's hurt, but I just, I don't. I have another hurt? question. Yes. What is he's, everyone he's saying? Yes, what's everyone hurt. saying about uh, Blashill? You think he's gonna survive? Did the you year? see what Steve Eiserman? Let's start about that. Did you see what Eiserman said today? Did not. He basically said like he believes that this coaching staff like really gels well with this roster, and he like has belief in them. I, I don't think he like can com- confirm that like. His job is safe and all that stuff, but he basically like went out on like the athletic. I think I believe it was an athletic report and okay. said like, "Hey, like I believe in Blash and I think he like is going to be a coach here for a while." Yeah. First of all, trends to your point. Yes, Mantha, Mantha, lower body injury against the Devils. All right. And I'm he, look up the article. And right uh, now. he will be quote out for a l- little bit of time from Jeff Blashill. So that's a, okay. As much as you get from hockey coaches, but yes, to that point about Blashill, good. I'm glad you brought that up. I I like Jeff Blashill because I I've always got the vibe that he has gotten along well with this, especially a younger roster as being a guy who's coaching the AHL level before, where he's seen a lot of these guys come up through the ranks. So, like when a team's losing like this, I look at it like garden hire. Like you, like there's what's the what benefit are you gonna do to to fire the coach when your team's yeah. like already the worst team in your respective sport? Like if you if you bring in I don't know you bring in like what Joe Quinville over and your team's not going to all of a sudden move up to first place right so yeah. I I kind of I don't know man I don't know what to tell you like I I understand when people get upset because the team's record's not bad this is an instance where you have a team whose record is not bad who I genuinely believe that the coach is in the right spot to be doing what he's doing because again you have a young roster Blashill has seen a lot of these guys before in the AHL so. As long as the locker room is still on the same page, then I think that's all you can ask for at this point. I, you're not going to bring a coach in here that's going to somehow, like I said, take your team from last place to first place, nor do you really want that to happen. When the teams, when Eiserman's when good and ready to, to start pulling in pieces from free agency and get the team to where they're competing for playoff spots, and if your team's still 
you know, 500 or below, that's when you maybe then go, okay, this is, this might not be the right direction to take it. But it's all about player development and, and synergy in the locker room. To people who are like, hey, Bryn Babcock back. No. Guess what? No. You're an idiot. Nope. You don't follow the game of hockey. Nope. And you don't understand what just happened in Toronto. Because yeah. he basically just wars welcome with a bunch of young guys. Yeah, they all they quit did, on him. They, yeah, they, they didn't want to play for him. Lost his voice in the locker room. You can ride the older guys that he had in the Red Wings. Those were veteran teams, right? And they grew up with him, and they probably under they probably didn't like him, but they understood what he was doing. When you got so many young guys in a room like the Wins do now, that is not the coach you want to bring in, right? I, even even if he's a great X's and O's guy, and he, he you saw him in Detroit the last three years, he was making gold out of like butter, like they they, they were right. making a playoffs with brutal rosters. But I like don't Babcock's not the guy. Right for the for this reason exactly because obviously in any sport there's more to the game than just X's and O's when it comes to head coaching but yeah like I just said I I mean you know obviously it's it's tough seeing a team with a record that's this bad and I I think every year for oh you got something Kyle? yeah you want me to say the Eiserman quote yeah he told NHL.com's Nick Constantinica that Ethan's Blashill and the rest of the Detroit staff are doing a really good job of preparing the players of practicing. I, li- I like to think we're improving from training camp to the start of the regular season. As we speak here today, I think you're seeing good progress in our team. And that's another thing, too, is you have a guy like Dan Bilesma on that staff, who I believe has won a cup with, with I think he won yes, a cup he with did. Pittsburgh. He was a head coach. Great from... coach, too. He's a, he's a phenomenal coach over there. I, I Obviously, I just kind of wore, I don't want to say war is welcome, but you, yes, know, you, 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 you move on and... That's where hockey is, though. Like, right, like, exactly. You, even even when, if a team's if a team is successful, you you know you yes. sometimes you just move on. It just it's the way things work. It, it I the thing about Blashill, I don't get the sense that it's like very vocally out there that the players like really like respect him and like him. Right, they, they might do. I just don't hear anything about it. Yeah, because it just again it's, with a team losing like that, it's hard to take many positives away. But. Whatever. I mean, it is what it is. You just, you still, the thing with the Red Wings is you just, you still have a lot of the same problems. You have, you know, Zadina just got called up to fill in the role for Mantha. I think he actually played pretty well against Carolina. Um, but you know, we'll 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 see. Where, it's just I I, I keep re- reverting back to it like it's too early to tell. But it's been disappointing though. It has been because you're you're waiting you're waiting for them, and it's the same thing with the Tigers. You're waiting for that one year of the quote unquote rebuild of like when's the next step or who, who's stepping up. The thing about it though, this is not like the Detroit Tigers because Detroit Tigers like like the Red Wings did a couple of years ago. They tore the whole like facade off. They got absolutely trash players left around. The Red Ones have some guys that should be producing more than they are on right, the offense, which is, like, which is which is fair. Like on the offensive end, they're not scoring any goals, and they have guys on their like front first six that can make plays and have made plays in the NHL. And you don't, you're not really seeing that at all, other than like Bertuzzi and Larkin. Like who on this roster has really like jumped out on you? Like Mantha started hot, but after that. Like, and the CU has been tor- terrible. Yeah, By the way, I keep, I keep on saying, like, terrible. I'm, I'm like, torrible. I almost okay. said torrible. Well, it's probably both then, right? They're torrible. Well, and, you know, and the thing, too, is you bring up a good point of just you're looking for guys to take this next step. Yes. And, and you know, obviously your first line of Mantha, Larkin, Bertuzzi, from the from day one, you know they still those three lead the team in points. That's your first line, 
which is great. That that first line against other first lines in the NHL, they don't talent wise, they don't stack up. Like they just, you know, they don't. And no. They don't get down. Like it's not like these guys have terrible plus minuses. They they don't get dominated. But you know, that's a, if that can be your second line, you're in good shape. And Bertuzzi's not going to be a first line player. Once these guys, once you're once you're um, your Zadinas and your Valenos and, and you know your, your your guys like Rasmussen come up. He's not going to be a first line player anymore, Bertuzzi. I mean, you, you see some teams can experiment with a guy which that's is maybe good. not a first, which is good, right? And, and, and you know some teams roll with a guy that maybe not isn't as skilled on the, on that first line, um, which that Bertuzzi kind of fills that that narrative pretty well. Um, but you're like you know a guy like Anthony Siu, he's at minus twenty five on the season yeah. in twenty four games. It's, it's pathetic. He's on the ice. Every goal that, that, that they get scored on, he's on the ice. And, and you let's see a guy like Chalowski, minus 14. I know they're not a great team. They don't have great defensemen. But you just want to see something out of this team. Just something like they're D. I will say this, I, and I know we've already said this a bunch of time. Horonic has been a pleasant surprise. I didn't think he was going to be the type of player that he is. Right. I think you actually have a top, quality top four defenseman like in the bank. For this rebuild, and when you're eventually pretty good, I think he'll be on your top four. But other than that, I mean, Taro Hiroshi's been a huge disappointment this year. I understand a 10-game sample size has probably put too much value into that, but you would expect them to be a little bit better than they are. Yeah, and, no, and I, I it's agree. disappointing. Like people trying to like compare it to like the Pistons and the Red Ones are in the same boat where they should be a lot better than they really are. Yeah, and the, and the thing with the Wings, too, is you know they're, they're getting to that point of Tigers unwatchable to where I, I know what you're going to get every game. They, they surprise you every now and again, and how they beat teams like Boston, I have no ideas, and they go out and lose to teams like Ottawa. But there's no – when you're when a team's not scoring goals, it's very hard to watch. Like, even for me, someone who grew up playing hockey and loves the game – you know, defensive hockey games like that, it just, you know, there's no, there's like no flow to the offense at all. And, and you know, guys like Brennan Perlini, you bring over, he's got been terrible through through 13 games. You terrible. Can, you can be bad and be exciting at the same, not bad. You can be like not in the playoff discussion, but wow. Right. I, I'm going to tune in to watch Larkin, Mantha, and Bertuzzi store like, have like, watch Larkin have a point per game or something. They don't have anything like that. I, I agree, and, and and my comparison to that, to your point, Collins, is look at the Buffalo Sabers. Like the Sabers have been a team who you see guys like you know your 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 Eichels and your Rasmus Deleens, and you know they bring over Jeff Skinner, and the, the Sabers were a bottom feeding team for a long period of time. And they, they've kind of slid a bit now, but you know a, a team that's got twenty five points right now in an Atlantic Division that other than Boston is pretty clogged up. They're up the middle. But, yeah, I agree. I don't want to and beat the dead horse as like far they, as what's wrong with the team. But. I mean, they didn't make the playoffs last year, and they, like, collapsed. But at the same time, they have Jack Eichel. They have Jeff Skinner scoring a million goals in a row for them last year. They have, like, times where, like, wow, I want to turn on the television. Right, right. now with the Red Wings, you do not want to turn on the television. Exactly. You don't even want to turn on the radio. You don't want to do anything with this team. Exactly. Which sucks. Like, it I can watch, <laughs> watch the Pistons. I, the Pistons are watchable. Yeah. And I, I get that. I'm a bigger basketball guy than hockey guy, but when, like, the uh, objectively the Red Wings are not watchable. It doesn't matter what sport you prefer or not. Fair enough. Um, with that, I guess we can move on from Red Wing stuff. Uh, we'll go to the Pistons now, another team that's not you know maybe watchable, but not all that exciting at the moment. Five and eleven on the season. They're playing Orlando right now at home. Uh, they're up in that one about like ten. What is it? I just checked the score. What they are up. 88 to 76 with 843 left to go in the fourth quarter. And okay, it's an Orlando so match. As we sit here, we'll see how that goes. Um, 
Again, I'm a, uh, I'm a Pistons free guy at the moment, but uh, another team that seems to be underachieving here. Um, I, I feel like I say the same thing every week about the Pistons, so I'll turn it over to you guys. Um, I, go for it. I, I, I'm going to let you talk since you haven't talked in like well, five it's, minutes. Well, you know, it's, all, it's all good. Uh, yeah, mouth's a little dry over here. Yeah. I'm just, uh, the Pistons, actually, they picked up a good win against the Hawks, 128-103. It's a 25-point win. Uh, the Hawks are decent. I mean, they're 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 four and eleven. They're about where the Pistons are at now. The Pistons are five and ten. So you can't put too much stock into that. But the Hawks do have nice players. Trey Young, uh, Collins is hurt at the moment. No, uh, suspended. Oh, suspended. Right, that's right. Him and uh, Aiton, same thing, yeah, right? Yeah, I think stupid. So. Uh, and and just you know, Jabari Parker has seemed to rejuvenate himself a little bit. DeAndre Hunter. So they have athletic young players who are good. And the Pistons actually really had no problem defending them. Uh, Bruce Brown had a night against Trey Young, which is nice to see because the first time the Pistons played the Hawks this season, Trey Young had, I think, what? Was it like 37 you, points? I think he had like 24 in the first quarter yeah, or something. Yeah, it, it just it was couldn't, insane. couldn't miss from three. But um, the problem is this game was a bit of an anomaly. Uh, I don't have the exact stats. Oh, yes, I do. 60% from the uh, from the floor in that game, the Pistons were, and 50% from three. That's just not going to happen. That's I think not they sustainable. S- 76 points in the first half. Yeah, yeah, it was That's a very Pistons could not miss. Thon Maker hit a buzzer beater three down the half. You know, oh, those, those kinds of things just aren't going to happen. Now, I understand it was a 25 point win. Maybe the Pistons could play, you know, 70% of how they played against the Hawks and win a game by two or three against a good team or a decent team. But, um, I, I mean, so far, it's, it's kind of like it, it's the same thing we've seen all year. Uh, it's, you know, Blake plays good, not great. Uh, he definitely doesn't look 100%. I'm a little concerned about him still. But Andre Drummond balls out, 23 points and 15 rebounds in that game. And quite frankly, it's just that they, they should have won that game, though. That's the thing. You should beat the Hawks at home. And tonight against the Magic, is that is it, is it on the road? No, it's at home. It's at home. You should beat the Magic at home. And I believe they were down 12 after the first quarter. So They have um, been a slow-starting team all yeah. year. So that's like a nice thing to see for like the Hawks team to get out to a big lead yeah. and actually have like – a game you can rest that's not you being blown out by 40. Yep. But, and then you look at the Nets team, they played the Bucks, I think, on a back to back. I don't, yeah, it was on a back to back, but they didn't play Blake. Yeah. Against and it, the Bucks. So I, what do you, I expect? you don't, that, yeah. which I kind of like. I talked about that earlier in the year. It's like, hey, if you're not a load manage them, do it the games you're on. Do lose. it against the good teams. Yep. I get it. It's probably just because they're on a back to back, and that's probably their policy right now. They don't want to take no. Any but you're right. There's these. definitely something to be said about that. I remember you said that last year about the Warriors. You were like, just set them against every every Warriors game. Like why not? Yeah. I. But I, there is positives, like what you're going on with the Pistons, like. Christian Wood is not going to be like a guy who's going to like be an impact player for you this year. I think he shows flashes of that. I think you found something in Christian Wood. I truly believe that. Something, yeah. So if you want to like go through the process and try to develop this guy, I think it will work out in a positive manner. I'm afraid we're going to get a little Spencer Didwitty, not to the extent Chris Middleton, because Chris Middleton just never got an opportunity to play in Detroit. But Spencer did what he a guy who played a little bit, and then they just they just kind of let him walk. I I would hold out on Christian Wood because I think he could be a valuable bench piece in the future. But I, I, I mean, he, he can be, and he also fits the way the NBA is right now. Like Eric Pas- Pascal with the Warriors, yeah. he's been playing the same type of way. It's just that he gets more minutes, so that's something that happens there. And then at the same time, it's like your other. Your other big men on the team are Blake, who's constantly hurt, Markeith Morris, who's not playable for more than 15 minutes, and Thon Maker, who is not playable for more than, what, 18 to 20? So Christian Wood has an opening. 
Uh, Dwayne Casey's opening the door for him. He's just got to take advantage of it, and it's good to see against bad teams. No, he he did. I mean, yeah. today he's at 12 points. You look at Dre, not in a lot of minutes in the first half, but he's in foul trouble. Yeah. He's got six points, 13 rebounds, one assist, and the Pistons are up 10. That's a positive sign. Yep. The Orlando Magic were a team that were probably projected in the same manner as the same Detroit Pistons. Yeah. Yep. So this is a team you not you're you're sort of competing for a playoff spot because the NBA like there's so much uncertainty with the NBA right now. I don't yeah. know what's going on. The Phoenix Suns appear to be like good at basketball. Yeah, yeah they do. So, so I, I, I'm Aiton's not even playing either. Yeah, it's, it's wild. Aaron Baines has become into like a guy you pay like twenty million a year. Yep, he's it. <laughs> it's nuts. It's nuts. Uh, the the Pistons, you're right. The Pistons thought it was like too much to pay him eight mil. Yeah. And now, now he's a piece. That's I our guess, guy. I, yeah, I guess, I guess he wasn't the same player. Obviously, he wasn't shooting threes, yeah. and he wasn't as a big of a factor on the defensive end as he is now. But, right. but still, it's just classic. You know, turn them loose, and they go do something somewhere else. No, but James Edwards wrote a good article about the Pistons, and I think we talked about this a little bit last week. They got five game stretch where they don't play that many good teams coming up. I think if it got, like this is a good start, beat the Magic tonight. If it gets not like if it gets iffy, you don't beat. You say you lose the Hornets like twice in a row. You're zero three against the Charlotte Hornets, which I God don't hope, put it past yeah, them. Don't put yeah. it past them because they can. Marvin Williams is freaking. I can't even. He's Andre Drummond's kryptonite. It's not <laughs> Marvin Williams is like prime mellow when yeah. we play. It's unbelievable. Yeah. He's yeah. just a mess. But these next five games will prove to me. If this team is worth like keeping these guys around for yeah. a little bit longer, I still hold the fact that Andre should be out of town, not because he's like done anything. I just think you it's time to get the time value. Yeah. yeah, just get the value you can get, and you don't want to lose them for nothing. Well, yeah, which well, I, which I, uh, people are like, you can sign him to the super mats. I, you can't sign him to the super mats. Yeah, you're, the you're, you're screwing yourself. Yeah, by, you're gonna be. You're that. just like backlogging. Like another four years of you not being a competitive team because your cap situation is just so bad. I love Andre. It's just the ugly reality of the situation is you can't pay centers in general that kind of money. Unless no, they're Carl Anthony Towns or Joel Embiid. And even then, there's injury concerns with those two. So, um, about one last thing about your point, uh, to your point with the le- the next five games, it's like if the Pistons win four out of five, they're going to be back at 500. Oh, so, yeah, they'll be fine. So then it's then then you can look at the season and say, okay, fresh start. Blake's okay now. We're going to load load manage load manage him a little bit more from here on out. Then you look for guys like Langston Galloway to step up, keep stepping up. Luke Kennard, keep stepping up, things like that. And the Pistons can actually maybe get back on track to where we thought they would be before the season started. No, but like, you look at this. They play the Hornets on the road on Wednesday. Friday, home game against the Hornets. And then they get the Spurs at home, who are no world beater. And then you play. Yeah, I think the Spurs have lost like nine straight. Yeah, and then you play at the Cavs. So go take care of business. Win the next. Win three out of the next four, including tonight. And and I will like hold out hope for keeping Blake Griffin on this roster. Yeah. Because I, I love Blake, too. Blake's probably my favorite Detroit athlete at this point. I think he's so funny on Twitter. I, like, like, yeah. And he's just cool. He's solid. He's like he's at that cool factor, and you wanted an athlete. But at the same time, it's like, hey, bud, good riddance. You're making like 35 mil, yeah. and you're playing half the games. And and, and we, someone will take him, Yeah, too. That's yeah. The thing. And we so. bring you no value. It, you're basically just about to enter past your prime when you yeah. want to li- live out the back half of your prime. Somewhere you could win. So I don't know. The Pistons, 
We're going to find out in these next five games, like you said. We're going to find out. We will find out indeed. And now we get to move on, I guess, from the Pistons if we're all done with that. Yeah. <sighs> Tigers? Yeah, we c- Sorry, I'm just trying to postpone Lions as much as possible. Well, the Tigers actually might be more excited than the Lions, but we will talk oh, that's about the not Lions. Possible. Uh, the Lions football Hello, team played the Redskins on Sunday. They lost the game 19-16. to The Redskins get their second win of the season, so I guess good for them if you're a Redskins fan. Uh, here's some... Some stats for you. Jeff Driscoll, a quarterback, 20 for 33 through the air, 207 yards, one touchdown, three interceptions. Bo Scarborough, 18 carries for 98 yards. Uh, Kenny Galladay, four catches, 61 yards. Uh, That's about it. So, yeah, here we are. Um, I don't really know what you guys want me to say. Uh, Do you guys guys want me to preface first? Yeah, yeah, Kyle, let's go for it. These two watch the game. I didn't watch a second of the game. Didn't watch any highlights. <laughs> and I feel great. I feel great. I don't feel great because Michigan State just lost in basketball. But, hey, I, on Sunday I was Lions free, but I was checking on my phone, so it technically wasn't Lions free. Oh, there you go. But at the same time, give me something that was like tangibly we can talk about in this game. It sounded like it was one of the worst football games of the year. It was not good. No. It wasn't good. I'll 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 start I'll start there by just it. telling you. People were like when the Bears game ended and they switch it to the Lions like Redskins bonus coverage. It was like that's just cruel. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, just, right. They yeah. they, they got to see worse offenses than the Bears. I just think how are we gonna attack this? I well I want to preface it by saying you know I admittedly have been given some flack the past couple weeks for my negativity from outside sources. Yeah, me, me Uncle as well. Uncle Steven. Me as well. Namely Uncle Steven. And let me say this, and I think I can speak for you as well. Correct Wait, me if I'm wrong. Uncle Steven's had come on the show. I, we need, <laughs> I'm, I was. I got an idea. We're going to have to pitch it later. Okay. If, if there's any way we can make that happen, we got to get our dads on here. Oh, that'd be good. We got to get our mothers on here. That'd be good. Possibly I don't, I don't know if my our mom, brothers on my here. Dad I don't know if my, my mom, mom knows it's football season. Your but, mom was the sweetest. It's just so funny. Uh-huh. She's so anyway. Anyway, we can get my dad. My dad would just get on the phone and just be like, ha, ha, "Why are you a Lions fan?" While he's screaming more than I am on Sundays. <laughs> he's such a it's so annoying. That's funny. That's classic. But I want to say, correct me if I'm wrong. I don't like being negative like this. I'm not like trying to do this. It's just like, what other choice do I have now? Now, given given that criticism, I've received the same flack from certain people. I've got positives from the game. We can talk about that whenever you want. But why don't you just go ahead? Well, I, I want to preface this by saying that, yes, I watched the game. I understand that you're, the defense played well, and I think Dwayne Haskins stinks. I don't know what happened between him graduating, if he even graduated, from Ohio State or him being drafted out of Ohio State to now coming here. I get that he hasn't been given a lot of chances. The Redskins fundamentally, you think the Lions organization is bad. They might have the worst owner in sports. Yeah, oh, they like do. the Redskins oh, they, have, they totally do. The Dan Redskins Snyder have stinks. so many problems outside of the team they put on the field. It's incredible. But the team they do put on the field is not great. But I will say, leading rusher for the Redskins, Darius Geis, 10 carries, 32 yards. Adrian Peterson, 10 carries as well, 27 yards. So good. You're, you're right. It's coming along. Um, I will say, too, though, the Redskins might probably have a worse offensive line than you do, one of the worst in the NFL. And I'm not just saying these things to be cryptic or to do whatever I can do to make the Lions look bad. I'm just trying to be objective here, and I take these—you gotta, you got to analyze both sides. Because for, for me to come on here and say, 
Well, they let up 32 yards of Darius Geis, a guy who has, I think, has had now both knees replaced like seven different times. <laughs> and Adrian Peterson might be older than my father. For me to come on here and tell you that that's like a, a, a glaring positive for this football team, what we'd be doing it in an, an injustice. Uh, Terry McLaurin, five catches for 72 yards. Slay was on him all day long. Played fine, whatever. He made a couple great catches, McLaurin. And then you let up the special teams, which is the only touchdown of the day for the Redskins. Yeah. So the only the only touchdown they score was a special teams touchdown. I I I still think if your if your special teams coach allows one return touchdown in a year, he should be fired. Like teams don't return <laughs> anything anymore. Yeah, right. Like, I, I, there's I, a block in the back. There's something exactly. every time. If you uh, seriously, so I, I think it depends. If it's a punt, you let it slide. If it's a kick, <laughs> fireable offense. Fireable. Yeah. So so the the defense played fine. Again, you let up 19 points. There were a lot of times, too, where the defense was put in spots where, you know, they the Redskins had a short yardage field to work with. So I, I, I do want to give credit where credit's due. And the team's really banged up. Like, literally yeah. everyone on the injury report is like a starter on this team. Yeah. So I, you know, between all seven or seven to nine, whatever uh, unactives that they're, that, or inactives there were for the Lions, I get it. They were banged up. They've been banged up for a decent part of the year. So I'll put that on the table too. You don't have Matthew Stafford again, which is which good. I don't need him to play. I know he wants to play, but you need to tell the guy, like, look, dude, we appreciate it. There's no reason for you to play anymore. The team's not going anywhere. Get yourself healthy. We don't need to risk anything, whatever. Um, and the offensive side of the ball, you have Jeff Driscoll, a quarterback, who I will say admittedly I think has played better than people expected. Granted, his, he literally threw two interceptions in back-to-back plays when trying to go win the game there, which is, uh, I mean, obviously the one didn't count. Uh, and then he, go, he follows it up with another interception that did count. So, I mean, it's just it's hard for me to get mad, but the team is uh, – I just look at this game – and you know, again, the Redskins have now won their second game of the season. They have no yep. players on that field besides Terry McLaurin, in my opinion. Um, I, I, it's just this loss to me was just the final straw with this Matt Patricia thing. And I get it, you know, it's only his second year. You don't want to churn and burn. It's a process, whatever. You don't have Stafford. You can make any excuse that you want for this guy. I'm just done making the excuses. Yeah. And, again, like Trent, I, I try to be as positive as I absolutely can when it comes to this team because, as I've told you many times, it's all I have. This is all I do. I watch the Lions. I wear the jerseys. I buy the hats. I pay for the tickets. It's just what I do. I'm never going to not watch the Lions. I'm just trying to be real with everyone. So to anyone that is going to get upset with me that I'm going to come on here and be, you know, somewhat negative, I then don't listen anymore. I don't yeah. know I don't know what to tell you. Like I don't if you can if you want to call in or leave a comment or or give me the positives that you see out of this team or the reasons that Matt Patricia has given you as to why you would believe in him going forward. I'd love to hear it because I don't have any anymore. Matthew Stafford, and again, that's a great point too that I'm going to bring up right now. Way to go, Ryan. Anyone that wants to tell me, oh, well, they have Jeff Driscoll playing quarterback. You know, it, it's hard to win games with a backup. I get it, but they were losing with Stafford anyway. Yeah. You have now led in every single football game you have played in, and you've only won three games. And all a lot of that falls on your defense, who, again, rocket scientist pencil guy, seem to can't figure out, and his great-grandfather that he has calling plays on defense can't seem to figure out. You have been leading in every game. So I understand when you want to sit here and tell me they've they've been in every game, they fight hard, they don't quit. 
at a certain point, you need to expect more. That's cute. But when you when you look at sixth grade football teams, that's adorable that they're in every game. Good for little Johnny. These are professional athletes that just simply can't get the job done because they're losers. The fan base is full of losers. I'm a loser. Us three are losers for sitting here doing this podcast every week. It's not week. very nice. Well, we are. You know we are. We're we losers. Are. We are. We're losers. We are. <laughs> if it's self-proclaimed, then it's, it's cool. Hey, yeah, may, you know, uh, maybe I'm speaking for myself. No, 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 no. I'm, it's I'm, just I'm hard to agree. I'm just, I'm just pushing back because I'm just trying to be funny. No, I, I under, I, it just, it's so, and, and I, I'm just, I'm done with the, and if you think like this, I, I'm now. I don't don't deserve to come back next year and be a fan. I watch every game. Like I say, I I, I don't root for the team to lose. I'm just gonna call it like I see it. If yes, I thought, should. if I thought that Matt Patricia was doing things that you know that that were building this team towards the future or this process that he has now stole from the Philadelphia 76ers, who still haven't done anything since their process has begun, and, and that's what you're using now is is your term or your bailout. I don't I don't buy into it, dude. I'm sorry. I get it. I I, I don't. I'm not one that wants to to watch this football team go through six different more head coaches before they win a before they win a playoff game. I don't. I try to be positive. I wake every, I wake up every morning with a smile on my face, and I brush my teeth, and I I, I prance down the stairs, and and whatever. It's gonna be a great day. And then it comes Sunday. I can't do this anymore. I say it every week. I'm going crazy. Yeah, no. I have nothing. I I I I need to start finding happiness internally. You know what? You have to you have to get That's a hobby. That's a scary thought. Real quick. You know what I've been doing lately? I'm gonna start I told doing Collins stamps. This. We're gonna start collecting stamps. I bought a keyboard. I've been learning how to play the piano. Because that's separate, what I have to do with my life. I'm making a I separate can't podcast. Watch the Lions. It's going to be called uh, Stamp Collecting with Ryan. That's my new podcast coming out next week. Because I don't know. I don't know what you guys want me to do anymore. I, 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 it sucks. I've been watching a lot of movies. It sucks. Yeah. I, I, I hate it. No. Get Disney Plus. The Mandalorian's insane. By the way. No. Have you, thanks, are you watching that? Is that the one with the the little Yoda now? Yes. Where is that on? What it's is on it? Disney it's on Plus. Disney Plus. Don't you, have it. If you want to get it, send me your password. We're we're, we're good with that. Other than that, no. yeah, yeah, no, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll send Either you guys way. my password when the show's over. <laughs> if my phone, the baby, not dead the from baby Facebook, Yoda is cute. I will I say have that. Dude, I, I do love baby Yoda. Though. I love baby Yoda. Yeah. Oh, you. You'll well, share the it. password. Yeah. I don't know where. No, but you I don't have it. I'll, I'll do some. Why are you for asking? You. Why are you asking us for a Disney Plus password? I'm if you not have asking. Disney Plus. I don't have it. You do have it though. He he, he has. Have, you he have has... to sign in. It's like a weird process. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was looking You'll, into well, it. Can I'll, you figure I'll, it out and just sign in? I don't have my Verizon password. That's the problem. Oh, I see. Well, either can, way, can we get on that? Okay, so, sorry. Either way, I I have I have lost all faith in this in this man, Matt Patricia. And and again, if you want to call me negative, do what you got to do. It is what it is. I'm just done. I'm exhausted. Yeah, I'm getting no, no, stressed no, no, out. It is what it is. I'm going to have an aneurysm one of these days. Collins, you want to go next, or you want me to? Oh, uh, you can go next. Go ahead. I, all right, I'll be I got to plug my laptop in. My one thought. I want not, some more cake. Cake. No, I'm I'm all set. I'll but, get some uh, cake later. I will say this. My only thought. Like I said, I'm not. I'm not gonna have like a view on what happened in this game because it's it wasn't a change my mind anyway. Right. But I do think this loss, like I I don't know if there was any glaring coaching errors, and I sound like an idiot coming on a Detroit podcast not watching a Detroit Lions game that I, I I've probably tuned in the last like no 50 you you weeks. sound smart no That's no you... I I was busy I had some homework to do and I I tried to lock in That's what happened but. School comes first. Yeah. Did that for my mom. I wasn't doing homework. I was at the radio station just looking at my phone, <laughs> board hopping. But, uh, <laughs> but you, like, 
I think this kind of pushes it into the, the direction like we're losing to the Redskins is like embarrassing for some odd reason, even though this team has been embarrassed or like the previous like 10 weeks. Yeah. So like, it, there's something about like this loss that I think has affected people on the fence about like, hey, give him another year to now like, okay, this guy's a bum or like yeah. th- this guy's just not it. Like, let's just move on. And they're like, and now you hear the people talking about, well, it wasn't good enough for Jim Caldwell to go 9-7. and seven. He, he took us to the playoffs twice, and it's a fair judgment. Like, yeah. it, it, and and I see today on the radio, Mike Valeni is like, if you want Patricia gone, root for the Bears on Thanksgiving. Because that he's kind of writing the fact that that's like total embarrassment. This is classic Lions, like me growing up. Going to, wa- going to watch a Thanksgiving game that just has no ramifications <laughs> on the playoffs. Right. None. Like yeah. zero. Right. And we'll probably get torched by a bad quarterback in Mitch Trubisky. Well, who knows? And, and that's I don't I don't mean to interrupt because I'm just my I'm just that's my the only take racing. I have. But but you're you're dead you're dead on about this being like like you you roll into this Thanksgiving Day game and this is a it feels like oh oh six again second half of the season we're like last year against the Vikings like you're you know you're playing like you you got a chance to like do something you're I think they're still in it at that point. No, they played, they the, played Bears the Bears. Later. But oh, they, they were, they were, they were. The, the Lions of. were, the Lions were four and six, I think, going into Thanksgiving next year. And if they beat the Bears, they would have been. Or the Vikings game two years ago, I might have been thinking about then that I, I went to. They were like still in, like it's, it mattered. Like the these Vikings games. game mattered. was two years ago. They still, yeah. they still matter. Whatever, whatever it may be, my my, it's all scrambled. It's all the same stuff. I we understand. But to be to be at this point in the season, come Thanksgiving, wouldn't wouldn't you love to see the Lions be in like? Over five hundred, yes. like a loss that puts them behind a yes. win. And, and 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 when it when it comes down to my negativity, with all of these teams, guys, like I I don't even care to put on the Pistons games ever because they're six games below five hundred, and you don't you don't know if Blake's playing, you don't know if Derrick Rose is playing, you don't know if Reggie's playing. I, I there I, I I just simply don't care to watch yeah, that that's team. Just, that's the, the the Red Wings are unwatchable. They're in dead last place. The Tigers were in dead last place. So you look at the Lions as the one team who, when we were talking about this team last year, this is your might have been your best chance to win yep. something and here they, with they this do, team. They, regardless, they do matter the most. All three of us, too. right? I mean, a- that's... A- absolutely. And, and there's just no excitement factor. There's no like, juice. Why? What? What is the point of me watching this Thanksgiving Day game? It's going to be on because it's on, and it's Thanksgiving. Yeah. Like this Redskins game, the team they won have won one game all year. The Redskins. They might not win another game all year might after not. this Lions right. game. And they play one of the worst divisions in football, in my yep. opinion. They might not win a single game the rest of the year because Dwayne Haskins stinks. At a certain point, as a Lions fan, and this goes right to anyone who's mad at me for the takes I give on this team. Come whatever week, I, I turned and I turned heel on everyone. At a certain point, I get the franchise has sucked for years and years and years. I understand. I understand that Matthew Stafford is not playing right now. There's plenty of injuries. You have to raise the bar and set expect. That's how. That's how. I'm going to get really sentimental here and, and bring it to a, a broader scale of life that's how you make changes in your life if you're overweight out of shape you're not happy with your life raise your expectation of yourself yeah you know look at yourself in the mirror and expect more ask more of yourself and the lions don't do that ever martha ford doesn't do it 
Bob Quinn hasn't done it. Matthew Patricia certainly hasn't done it with his team. So so what are we doing here? Are we going to continue to make excuses and bail this team out? Like, you, you go play the Redskins. I get you got a lot of guys hurt. It's the Redskins. How do you not win that game? You, they, you had no answer for anything the Redskins did. No answer. Daryl Bevel, like, I'm looking at you too, dude. Like I get that you're playing with a, a running back who's been out of the league for, for however many years, and Jeff Driscoll, you have no answer. Like, there was, like no production. It's just stupid. Yeah. I, it, it's so ridiculous to me. And I look right at Matt Patricia. I'm done. Like I just said, I don't. I, I understand. I'm not a guy that wants to bring in a new coach every two years. But this guy's shown you nothing, and it's the same bullshit every week out of his mouth. We gotta coach better. We gotta play better. We'll look at the tape and figure it out. What? What? Yeah, you can okay. coach better somewhere else, buddy, because you're almost done. Seriously. And, I, and I get that he can say whatever he wants at the podium, and it doesn't really matter what he says. But dude, you haven't earned the right to open your mouth. You don't do anything. You don't fix anything. You don't make a adjustments you're not a very good game manager you're simply not cut out to be a head coach and shame on me for thinking the lions were going to bring in a first time head coach ever and think that he was going to somehow be good that's just me well, getting sucked you know into the what? propaganda i don't think it I, you're right it is propaganda but can i can i let, let's okay go so ahead i'm, I'm done let man. me give let me give a little I, there are a couple pauses from this game there are and i know you guys are going to agree with me when i say them so uh, i know i'm not completely in over my head First of all, Bo Scarborough needs to be a Detroit Lion in 2020. Um, I think I he will. I think I, yeah, he will. and I don't know why you wouldn't resign this guy. He's not going to cost like anything. He's 23 years old, and I know we all love Carry On. All the Lions fans love Carry On Johnson, but the fact is, he's been in the league for two years and he's gone on IR twice. So if you have Bo Scarborough, he's at least a nice little security blanket, and it will give you a Joyk Bell, Reggie Bush dynamic that you haven't had since those guys. Uh, Bo Scarborough is like the virgin of C.J. Anderson that you thought you were getting. Uh, 3.9 yards per carry last week against the Cowboys and 5.4 this week. That's pretty solid. So that's that. Austin Bryant looked great in his first game. I, he just got to the quarterback a couple times, hit him. Uh, Amani Oruwarie had a pick. He played well. Um, there were a couple other guys who we've had for years who I thought played well. Aquara, Jared Davis, Jelani Tavai, rookie, you know, obviously. And then Marvin Kenny, uh, they both played awesome. But, look, look you – I, I just I, that's about it because then you 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 turn to the negatives and you guys hit most of them so I'm not gonna re I'm not gonna reiterate anything, but look, there were a couple things that 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 pissed me off in general. Number one, Darius Slay looks disengaged and I can't necessarily blame the guy because I, I like I, I we're all, we're all dejected. But but when you're gonna hold out and I know I know this this uh, when you're gonna hold out in the summer, we cannot have tape of you getting torched by the Redskins. That can't happen. Darius Slay gave up three or four big plays yesterday. That's the fact of the That's matter. That's how they call him big plays. That's play the fact of the matter. And had had Dwayne Haskins not overthrown on all four of them, they would have been touchdowns. At least three of them would have been. Right. So Darius Slay, get your head out of your ass because if we're gonna pay you, you better you better be giving us effort. Okay. There's and no I, way I they pay him. No, Zero I, I don't There's think no so either. They should either. I don't think so either. And and look, I, I, th th so that's that. And and then and then I'm gonna let me shift to this. The Lions 
were plus 134 in total yards over the Redskins yesterday. The Lions had eight more first downs than the Redskins yesterday. The Lions had the ball for seven more minutes in time of possession than the Redskins yesterday. And they still lost the game. Bo Scarborough and Jeff Driscoll combined for 161 yards, and they still lost the game. How do you lose? Because it's coaching. And like you said, Ryan, we've all been Daryl Bevel fans this year, but he was terrible yesterday, and I understand there's a little bit of caveat there because he's working with what he's working with. And against the Cowboys, the offense didn't look that bad. And against the Bears, the offense didn't look that bad. But yesterday, offense laid an egg. Whatever. There are circumstances where you can't judge coaches on wins and losses, right? We've got two examples here in our city. Ron Garden hired Jeff Blashill. Perfect. Even Dwayne Casey to a certain extent because the Pistons haven't been healthy. Now they're healthy, and if they lose to the Magic tonight or lose to the Hornets twice in a row, like Colin says. They did win tonight. That is a final. Excellent. So if you lose to the Hornets twice in a row, as Colin said, then you got a problem. We're judging Dwayne Casey on wins and losses. Matt Patricia, the problem is you got your get-out-of-jail-free card last year when you went 6-10 and because it was your first year and Jim Bob Cooter was at the helm at offense. Whatever. You bring in your guy. Your guy's been great, but now you stink. And now who, are the Lions going to get to five wins this year? Really? I don't know. I know that's an idiotic thing for me to say because last week I was on the record saying I don't know who they're going to lose to if they beat the Cowboys, whatever. But this is just ridiculous. I, I, and here's here's my stat of the day. This is one one last thing. I kind of want you guys to chime in on this, just because I want your opinions. Here's your stat of the day. Matt Patricia now has a three percent higher win percentage than Steve Mariucci. Hey, who don't do my maybe, dog. Don't do my dog mooch that I, way. We all like him. Whatever. <laughs> he might be the worst Lions coach of our our lifetime at this table. Rod Marinelli. Twenty one years. Twenty years. Twenty. Whatever. He has a three percent higher win percentage than Rod than that guy. I got so, you confused so, when I said Rod yeah, Marinelli. Oh didn't yeah, I? yeah, yeah, yeah. I had to back up for <laughs> yeah, a second. Mariucci, Mariucci. So here's the thing. Mariucci was fired a couple days after a Thanksgiving loss to Atlanta in 2005. You want to make my day, Lions? <laughs> you want to make my week? You want to make my season? Because clearly nothing else is happening this year. Matt Stafford was having a great year. Then he got hurt and everything, all hell broke loose. Everything go to hell in a handbasket. So maybe you could fire Matt Patricia. Then we got some kind of product productivity this year. And and again, I, I we're, we're going to talk about all this later. So I'm saving some of it for like, in the because it's it's going to get tough to talk about you know the oh the Lions and oh, Lions it already, it already the, is Lions it lost is. to the Buccaneers I mean, your this week. Your season's effectively over. Well, exactly. Like, so what I'm saying is, if you want to have a little productivity, how about you fire this fat? Uh, okay, I don't, I'm not going <laughs> to. I said it too many. Ti- uh, I said it too many times yesterday, and it just kind of we don't out. fat shame on this. Podcast. I, I I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. I don't do that. But um. Not not great. Matt Patricia, not great. Got to go. Bob Quinn, I don't think is a problem. I give him one more year. If he brings in another guy and he stinks, then obviously a tight tight leash, short leash yeah. for Matt. Well, Pat- I, for uh, I agree. I, I I don't I don't look at Bob Quinn as being the problem. You bring in a guy who's never been a head coach before. You take a chance. He's he has winning blood because look, he was if, in part of the Patriot system. But if I, I didn't mean to cut you off, but if anything, that's where Bob Quinn went wrong was bringing in Patricia. Okay, and I understand why he did it because there was justifiable reasons why he did that. I understand, 
but that wasn't the right decision. And if anywhere, that's where he went wrong. Elsewhere, I don't yeah, see how you and, can blame and, the guy. And I don't, I don't look at Matt Patricia as a guy who, if he gets another head coaching job, I don't see him being successful anywhere. I just, I think he's he won't be. He, he's he's you know limited to his role of being he's an offensive arrogant. coordinator. I, he, it just some some guys just doesn't work out. Marinelli's a guy again. Yeah. He's, he's a defensive coordinator now, and he's fine. Jim Schwartz, it's fine. It, it just about, doesn't work out for some people. The thing about it though is. There's some sort of arrogance that Patricia just like exudes after like his his system is clearly not working out and oh, people I hear you. and I hear people you. are like you need more than a year or two to do you don't it's the NFL it's you're not recruiting guys in here you see what Kyle Shanahan's doing in San Francisco exactly. That, see, seems, that team now officially has told me that they're actually a good team after beating I, I, under, so, I, I understand they have like generational talents on the defensive side of the football, but dude, you got Matthew Stafford. You, you, you like the way Stafford played this year. This Lions team, when you have a top five quarterback and you're like two games under five hundred, that's it's how it's how alarming. It's alarming. And I and I, and I look at and that. you spend so much money on that defense, which it, it, I think that is on Bob Quinn. If you're going to spend money on that defense and you hired the wrong coach, that's on you. And, and that's a big thing that you may, maybe makes you look at his job. Where I would maybe future. push back, a li- and I understand, I understand the underlying principle there. I just I, I would push back a little bit because, I, and I, I keep going back to this example. I didn't judge Stafford last year. I didn't judge Carrion last year, Marvin Jones, Kenny Galladay, what have you, because Jim Bob Cooter was so bad. And I think, and I know what you're saying. I because think the difference, it is, it's not a player though. Like this, this year by year is. Like his job, right? Like but you, I, I you want to see development. Like Stafford can have like a wonky, like fluky year, like he did last year, and bounce back. And then you're like, okay, that was a fluke. Looking back at it, but th- like it by whatever year four. But why was it a fluke? Quinn? It was a fluke because the, uh, the there was uh, it wasn't no hidden. no. But what it, I'm saying is. The the the, def- the defensive players and we all know this. May- maybe you're a little less high on some of these guys than Ryan and I are, but like th- this defense has playmakers on it. This the, roster the, is good. It's just that the coaching not, has been. No, I think I think the roster's fine. I think after all those years of of Mayhew and Millen, you can't complain about Taylor Decker and Jared Davis and you know Justin Coleman. Like I think that I think we got a good roster here in Detroit. I think it's all about coaching. Because the the offense this year, I believe, is fifth. It's the fifth best passing offense. That's the, okay. We're talking about the offensive side of the ball, which is a completely different story. Yeah, I, but when I, you're I saying you. we had we we sunk a lot of money in that defense, I understand Mike Daniels has been injured. I understand Trey Flowers has been dealing with injuries. But guess what? You paid Mike Flowers, Snats Harrison, and Trey Flowers, and what have you gotten? Nothing out of any of those guys, yeah. and and you reach for Jalali, whatever Tavai, and he's actually been pretty good. That's For a like, rookie, yeah. yeah. He's it hasn't yeah. been horrible. Jared Davis still can't cover a soul. And, and, he's had two good games in a row, though. No, against the Redskins and the Cowboys. He was the been highest. Better. He's, been uh, better. He's, he's been better. No, and, I, and I know. I'm just saying. I, I hear you a thousand percent. No, and and I do. you got slay. And like Justin Coleman was very good earlier on in the season. And I understand it's impossible to play in the secondary when people have all day to throw. I get that. But at the same time, that lies on Bob Quinn. Like, yeah. it, like, I understand they're not performing. You might say they're being, like, poorly coached, which I completely agree with you. Yeah. That's just where but, I'm at. Because ultimately, I agree what? with DeAndre you. DeAndre yes. Hopkins was leading the league in receptions when he had Brian Hoyer throwing him the football. So th- sometimes talent wins out, and you don't see that at all on the defense right now. And, and, and you, in with all the money you spent there, it's crazy to me. And, and we talked about this last week. This uh, the, I think about it every single day. 
Why did they sign Jesse James? What was the point of that? Or or, or how about why draft Hawkinson at I, eight? I said that, that, that's more of the question for me. I know, said that I, when, when it happened. We didn't catch a ball yesterday. He's never open. And I did. He might help you in run support. He might help you in pass pro. Tight ends are not as valuable. Logan Thomas. Logan Thomas is the best tight end you have right now. Yep. They're not that, who he is. They're not that valuable unless you have Gronk. Look, so or to you, me, or to, you have or Kelsey, George Kittle. Yeah, yeah. Like, to me, the question is more why you drafted Hawkinson, and to your point, that falls on Quinn. And you know what, Jesse and, James, they don't even play Jesse James. Right, no, he's never in the goal lines. Not even yeah. in there either. Like I don't get it. What What was the point? God, I, this is such a well, weird I mean, okay, about the it. point. No, I the, agree. The, the, the Jesse James right. thing is You're a little skewed right. because we signed him not thinking we would draft Hawkinson. And how we do you do here, that? Here's though. the thing. How do you, you, you <laughs> because, you, how do you do that? Because then you, you we would we didn't want Hawkinson. I, I think that's clear. We didn't. I think I then think why did you because, draft him at eight? Because we couldn't get a value to trade down. Who else you want to eight? Montez Sweat? No, he went twenty sixth. That was the other I guy. wanted Ed no, Oliver. You, I wanted someone. Ed Oliver that, hasn't done anything this year. Yeah, because he's playing behind the best defensive Hawkinson's line. Hawkinson's playing for Matt Patricia. Uh, this offense has thrived, and Hawkinson has stunk ever since the first game. So is and Jesse I, James. I, it's uh, I, that's I, what I'm saying. That's Shrek. what They're I'm not... saying. That's what I am saying. No, but why draft him? Why are you? Why are you making it a thing okay. that? How okay. do you not know not you're going to draft? I'm not saying it's right. I'm justifying why they did it. Because you took the best available player at eight, because you couldn't, you couldn't. He was, he was the best available player because you couldn't move no, down. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't mind the pick. I'm not angry at the pick. I'm angry at the fact that you're right, Collins. You bring in Jesse James they don't use and, and yes. you and you draft Hawkinson, and they have no involvement in your offense. Like I, Hawkinson has the body of like a George Kittle or like a he's a big yeah, guy. Yeah, he can move. Too. He's a big target that can move, but you don't even like you don't throw to him either. Like yeah, I don't just, think he's caught a ball in the last two weeks. They don't, they don't, they don't use him at all. And it's Jesse incredible. James, when you get to the goal line, you don't use him. They throw to Logan Thomas. Yep. I don't even know who Logan Thomas is. He played quarterback like three years at Vatac. He wasn't even playing. To I just Trent. Well, I know what you're saying, but like. That, I know what it, you're it, saying too. I, no, no, yeah, no, no. Just, but if you're saying like they weren't planning on drafting Hopkinson, so they just signed Jesse James, that's on Quinn. You can't have things like this. Ha- like you have to have some sort of synergy with your coaching yeah, I staff. I think they had some idea they were going to go after Hawkins. I don't, but I don't mind. That's like your two tight end set. Like it's what they wanted to do. I don't think they ha- I don't think that was a thing at all. But they don't use them in tight end. I know. End. I just told you. I know. No, 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 I no, agree. no, no, no. I agree. No. But you think uh, like you only draft the only way drafting a tight end at eight makes sense if he ends up to be like an all time great because their involvement in the offense and especially in the Detroit yes. Lions offense is not that much. Like, I, but they, look, to be fair, we can't do that yet. We can't make that assessment because I, I'm not I, I don't want to be this. I don't want to be. I, I know you're not, and it's I don't want to be this. I don't want to be this annoying guy. But I'm just saying, he's shown flashes. You know, like the Green Bay game, he should have had a touchdown. He had a couple other catches in that game, and then in the Arizona game, obviously he was the best player on the field besides Stafford. So I just don't. And that was his first game ever. So the people, because I'm not saying you guys. There's I some am peop- the people. No, well, no, 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 no. There's some people who are like Hawkinson. He's not ready to play at this level i'm like well i think it's more about utilization than anything and again but then the- maybe that's on quinn i understand but here's the flip side of it the i i think the lions found themselves that let's let's back up let's just like give context to the draft because it was a weird situation right devin white was the player that they really wanted he went fifth 
Yes. The Buccaneers over they they reached for him. Okay. Then, I don't know why they would have drafted Devin White anyway, no, but I, continue. Well, I, they got Jelani to find the second round. Yeah, Maybe yeah, they yeah. they wouldn't have done that. I don't know. But Josh Allen was the other guy you really wanted. He went one pick before you. Now it's like, well, shoot. Like pressure's on. You got what two, ten minutes here to pick, and we we got the best player on the board is T.J. Hodkinson. I think Bob Quinn tried moving up. I think he might have tried moving down before that. Here's here's where it gets interesting. What if Bob Quinn trades away like a future first, and then we end up drafting Ed Oliver, and he doesn't do anything, and then everyone's up in arms about Quinn. I think there's there's more things to look at than just and and again, T.J. Hawkins has played ten. He's ten games into his NFL career, eleven games. Yeah, whatever. I, I hear so, you. So we all have to we have to bet. And again, let's not act like T.J. Hawkinson is the reason. None of us are, but let's not act like he's the reason the Lions are three seven no, one right now. No, I just think the. All, lo- I'm, ahead, I'm sorry, just sorry. no, no. It's okay. I'm just bringing it back to I think Bob Quinn's job is fine right now. I think he's been doing a fine job. Not great, not terrible, but what do you expect for a GM in Detroit? And then I think Matt better. Patric- well, how much better though? That's where I get. And you I know don't... what? My roommates agree with you, and I talk to them about it all the time. They're like, they're like, you know, Taylor Decker's not been good, and and you know, I'm like, okay, well, how about Ragnall? Ragnall's been fantastic. How about Austin Bryant, who looked great yesterday? And and I, I mean, I, I'm flustered right now, but I can give you ten names that I... Bob Quinn's been great. I get what you're saying that the fact that he has drafted guys that have turned out to be value. Like yeah. Deshaun Hand last year, third round pick, probably the Lions' best draft pick last year. He was like, when you get value out of those rounds, you feel good about it. And, and you saw that like early on. You're like, oh, the, who the, who's this guy? Like, I, I understand what you're saying. But at the same time, when we're talking about TJ Hodgson and this Jesse James, then I'm saying. You have to put that on Bob Quinn, and some of the blame should be on Bob Quinn and not all on Matt Patricia for the fact that this team has struggled the past yeah. two years. I'm 80-20. I'm 80-20. I, I think what, are, what are you? 65-35. Okay. What are you? I'm probably more 80-20 on Patricia. I, I look at this like this. You ever see Moneyball? Yeah. And when Billy Bean's putting the team together and he goes and gets Shea Hattab- or Scott Hatterberg and he keeps playing Carlos Peña at first base, you gotta you, you gotta work with the pieces that the GM gives you. I I think Collins, I know you're frustrated, and I don't really have any basis basis for you to trust me other than I want you to trust in me as your friend. I don't think the roster is as bad as you make it out. To I be. don't think it's bad either, but it's not good. Yeah, you're at your guys are not. I don't know if you guys actually think this, but you, I think you guys. Like, hey, we get a good coach right in the pl- – like, we're 11-5 and five next year with this I, defense. I, 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 I'm not going to say that, but You, I, you I, might be a player or two away, but I I, I, I don't think, think they're it, a player or two away at this point. Collins, you, here's where, here's if where I struggle. your defense is 30th in the lead, But if you lead in every problem. game and you lead in seven fourth quarters, I feel like that's a that's a formula to win some games. Because, Collins, if you don't – Because Matt Stafford if, was incredible. Okay, and, and that's part of the equation, though, is it not? No. The I, Seahawks don't have a fantastic roster, but they work with what they got. They I put understand the right, that. So what I'm saying is, like, maybe if you drive down to the one-yard line you don't throw to Logan Thomas, you win a game. So who's that on? That's on Bevel. No. <sighs> I, I, I get what you're saying there. It's like you can have one player and he didn't decide to take over. That's like yeah. kind of like the NBA effect. I think Russell Wilson is probably like the best example. That's a really good point you yeah. make there. Well, because guess what? Their offensive line's not very good there, but they're, they always like figured out how to get Chris Carson at least 80 yards on the ground. Yeah. They, I do. There's something to be said about the Lions' run scheme the last like 10 years. Because you can't just be drafting all these offensive linemen and they stink. There's so, like I know Radnow's been pretty good. Glassdow's been pretty good for where you got him. 
But like Gazer, Sherlis, Lake and Tomlinson. Like you bring yeah, all these uh, guys in Lake and, and they can't run the football yeah. ever. So yep. it, it's out of that I get that somewhere like on the offensive team. And I, I know Taylor Doctor's had his issues. I, I'm just looking at the defensive side of the ball. I, like if you can't get like pass rush and you've already sunk in, I get Mike Daniels is a one year deal. I get Snats is I think they have one left on him. Yeah. One year, I think this is his last well, year. Well, no, they they extended him. Remember, so he's, so he's got, got two more years. Okay, so he's got after this year, he's got one more. Yep. And then you got Trey Flowers for three years. Yeah. Basically, so I I get that NFL contracts like they're not as much as they really sound like because basically every NFL contract after two years you can cut them. Yeah. But I, I there's gotta they're not that good. Like if you're a player or two away, you're going like seven and nine. And I understand they probably go seven Just and nine. That's how the NFL no, is, no, yeah. I, I, they probably go seven and nine if Matthew Stafford plays in all the games. But at the same time, after the Packers game, this team just completely shut down, which yeah. is completely on coaching. If you're not able to get your guys ready after that, that's on you. But there's been the like defensive line has been laughably bad. And at the start of the season, we can were I talking, argue that scheme? I don't want to. I don't no, want to no, cut no, you no, off. No, no, just, no, no. Can I argue that that's that you're running a three four? Because you know what? Yesterday they actually rushed four and five, and they got pressure on Haskins, albeit against a very bad O line. But I'm, I don't. Want, I don't mean to cut you off. I'm just saying, like, I no, think, I know what you're saying. Yeah, Trent. But I do you get what I'm saying? Where we thought this was going to be a top five unit in the league. Yeah, because and, the and personnel's no, no. there. Yes, that's the thing. If the personnel's there, it's. I get it dropping off to mid-tier in the league. You're like, that. you should be getting a little bit more out of these guys. These are really high-talented guys. And I do think Trey Flowers has picked it up in recent weeks. But at the same time, the other guys on his defense, Christian Jones is running out 15 yards with running bats <laughs> right now. And that's on the defensive team. But at the same time, I just, you looked at this roster and you're like, I, I see that name. I see that name. Is he past like his like prime, or is he just? Right. They've got a lot of guys here that yeah. I just don't think they're gonna work out here. And and I get what you're saying with the steam. You switch it up, and maybe they go to the 15th or like 14th best defense in the league. I I just think Bob Quinn needs to be held accountable too. He does. Okay, you're right. There's it's, it's a mumble jumbo of things at this point because the fact is our team stinks, and there's a lot of negativity flying around. And of course, you know it's warranted. It's all warranted. That's kind of where we're at. Did the Facebook Live turn off? Yeah, yeah. the trend's phone died. Phone so died. Whatever. It is what it is. People yeah. can listen to the podcast. We need yeah. to get people listening to the podcast. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. It's podcast it's a, it's a form. Little, little tease. Um, we will we'll move on now. Obviously, we could talk about Patricia and Quinn at, at length forever. Let's let's get into the Bears game on Thanksgiving here. Uh, I don't know what time does that game kick off. Twelve thirty every year. Really? Yep. Twelve thirty every year. Yeah. So obviously, Lions Bears. That's this. That wow. It's a couple days from now. Incredible. Yeah, Thanksgiving is. is coming up. Uh, Lions and Bears from Ford Field on Thanksgiving Day. Um, we'll get to the picks in a second. I don't. I I don't assume. I'm assuming Matthew Stafford's not going to play. If he doesn't play, you don't have a chance. I've said that every every week now since he hasn't played. Um, Jeff Driscoll has been much better than anticipated. It doesn't matter. I know. I I understand that it's hard for you to win with the backup quarterback. The Saints did it with Teddy Bridgewater, and he's obviously a, a somewhat starting caliber quarterback to some people, even though his stats weren't tremendous. Um, but th- again, but the the bottom line here is that if you don't have Matthew Stafford in this lineup, your team is not winning. I I I I could see the Lions losing every game from here on out. I could, I really could. Um, I have never been so disinterested in watching a football game because even if you win on Thanksgiving, it means nothing. And this team is so hard to watch without without with all these inactives. It means they're guys that are playmakers, 
they're just very hard to watch. So um, I don't have any analysis. I don't have any opinions. And if that's me lacking substance, I'm sorry. But this team doesn't give me a reason. They don't deserve for me to give any. There's there's no substance to give. The team is what they 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 are who we thought they were. Here they are. So um, Mitch Trubisky isn't very good. That the, the Bears have struggles of their own. We all that's probably one of the only things that we've ever gotten right is saying the Bears would take a step back this year. And boy, we're taking a step back. So. Whatever. For your fans that are spending money and spending time away from their family to go to Ford Field on Thursday, uh, try to go win the game for them because you're not making the playoffs, and I, I don't know what to tell you. I'll be wearing my Joey Harrington jersey, and that's about it. Yeah, um, the trap that I fall into is just that, like, Mitchell Trubisky in the last game against the Lions, Matt Stafford wasn't playing in that one. The Bears won 20-13 to because Mitchell Trubisky got hot for three drives, and I believe he threw it six times and just bing, 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 touchdown. Um. Yeah, I, I, I don't see. I mean, I, I don't see that happening this time. That's, that's the avenue for the Lions winning. Uh, I don't think it's gonna happen. We'll make our picks later in a second here. But look, if you wanna win, all you gotta do is just get pressure on him. It's, it's, it's that simple. And we've been saying that all year long. We've been saying it about Derek Carr, Kirk Cousins, Dak Prescott. It doesn't happen. It won't happen. But if the Lions want to win, that's how it's going to happen. you got to get pressure on Trubisky because say what you want. I mean, like the crowd will be into it, and it'll be a tough place to play. So that's about all I got. Um, I hope Brother Osborne is good at halftime. <laughs> <laughs> that's really all i got to say. I don't know who's singing the national anthem. I, I hope it's a watchable game. And it might not be because the Bears are not watchable either. Their offense is pathetic. Offense. Jeez. I can't talk <laughs> like okay. at all. It's warranted. And with that, we'll move into the picks. The leaderboard here, Ryan Collins is slowly but surely pulling away 14-8. and eight. Making a lot of money being 14-8. and eight. Too bad I retired. <laughs> uh, Trent and I stand at 10-12 and 12 because we make the exact same picks every single week. This week, Bears at Lions, the opening line. The Lions are a two-and-a-half point underdog at home. The over-under is at 39 points. Ryan Collins, I turn to you for your picks. Uh, I, I don't get this line. I would, I would expect the Bears to be bigger favorites after last week. I get it, Thanksgiving. I get it that the Bears haven't really been able to do anything on the offensive side of the football. Only time they do is like the two-minute drill. I, and that's like the that, – I was just in a part of my take today, and Big Cat goes, yeah – I wish they would just let it like be like the two-minute offense, and that is the most old-school Detroit Lions yeah. when like Stafford would be cooking. Yep. It's like, hey, if we just go to this two-minute offense, the whole game will work. And then they yep. hired Bob Cooter, Jim Bob Cooter, and what would happen? But uh, I like the Bears. I'm just say, I, I've been hot just betting against the Lions, so why not just betting against the Lions? And I like the under because I don't think he, I think even if the Bears won, it's like a 17 to 10 game. Yeah. What's what? I, I'm so inept right now. What's the line and the over under again? Uh, the line, the, the Lions are a two and a half point underdog. The over under is 39. What'd you just pick, Collins? I completely tuned out. Bears under. I'm gonna say uh, I, I'm not gonna say Lions are winning. But I think Lions cover because I think they win. Win. <laughs> they might lose Dude. by a field goal. Now I'm doing it, and uh, then I'm gonna say Lions lose by a field goal. I thought they're minus two and a half. Yeah, they are. They're plus two. Okay, okay. I'm still saying cover. I'm still saying cover. I'll say 14-13. And I'm not going to pick a winner, but it's going to be a snooze fest. And the only reason people are going to watch is because it's Thanksgiving. I'll be watching. I'll be rooting for my team, as I'm sure all of us will. But I'm saying Lions and under. 
I'm gonna take. I'm gonna go very short and sweet here. I'm taking the under because both of these offensive offenses stink, uh, and I'm gonna go with the Bears here. The the Bears are gonna come into Ford Field. They're gonna beat you up. Uh, they might win by three, and that's all it's gonna take to cover for them. So give me the Bears here. That's all I got. So that's kind of sad. We've had some pretty quick uh, pick segments in the last couple weeks because yeah. uh, we just there's not much to say. We don't have much tape on the Redskins. Yeah, or exactly. the Bears. We don't have much tape. You know? Yeah. Way on the tape. It is what it is. Uh, all right. Nice I, job, guys. Proud of us. I got soldiers. Really, I really got nothing else to to say. Me either. That was a talk. We, like we said last week. Please give us suggestions for like. Yes, yeah, so if you've made segments. it to the if you've made it to the end of the podcast, would you do us a favor? Leave a comment. We need you. Tweet us. We don't know what to do anymore. We might just start talking about like. Home goods or something. Candles. We'll talk about Yankee candles. Talk about HGTV. I could do it for days. Yeah, we're gonna have to change it up a little bit. But we might get. We might have a Star Wars marathon with Collins. Ooh, I like that. We could teach you some Star Wars talk. I feel, Q&A like, panel. I, I feel like once you get past like ten, you can't watch it. Though. No, you can. No, you can. You can. Yeah, but and, I, I don't fact, think I, I don't I, think I would appreciate it though. You might not, but you should still do it. You have to, like, especially because the new movie's coming out. You should do it in time to see the new movie. You should. Yeah. Yeah, we gotta edit the video. You don't. You don't have to watch the in between movies. Like those, those are, are yeah. just. Those when are, are just we cool. gonna? When are we gonna edit the video? I don't know. We have to do it before we go home for Christmas. Oh, oh, for sure. oh we will. Let's do. What do you mean we will? What are you guys doing tomorrow? What's tomorrow? Tuesday. I got nothing going on all day long. I'm going home. What time are you going home? You got an exam at eight thirty. I know you, that. Why are what you else? the way that you are? Why? Why are you the way that you are? But I, I'll text you guys. I don't know. I don't know. I. I this is the thing about not having a car at college. You just like rely yeah. on everyone. You for just rides. get picked up. Yeah. Tell your get your your buddy who's that out. Doesn't yeah. use doesn't have a car anymore. He needs to give it up. No, I don't know why. Yeah, but at the same time, I kind of don't want a car up here, so I, I can't complain. All we'll that figure much. it out. We'll get the video done Sounds eventually. Good. Sounds good. Uh, but uh, to your families, happy Thanksgiving. Yes, oh, thanks. You as well. To our to our listeners, happy Thanksgiving. What are you What are you guys all thankful for? Start with name one thing you're thankful for. Start with Trent. I'm thankful for my brothers. There you go. Good. Collins? Wow, those are very genuine and caught me very <laughs> off guard. Now, now I'm like thankful for my mom, my dad. Uh, I mean, family, of course. Love being with the family during the holidays. But at the same time, nothing better than like you you get locked in on Thursday at once you eat, like after the Lions game. And you're like, oh, second half. It's like the fourth quarter of that Dallas Redskins game, that nap. Yep. Mwah. Then you get second dinner too. No, no, yeah, and then you get the cheesecake coming out, and Ooh. you're feeling great, and it's gonna be great. <laughs> did, you, did you say something last year? I think I remember your mom makes really good cheesecake. I ate a whole cheesecake last Thanksgiving. Yeah. I know <laughs> that was over Christmas break. Wow. Okay. Yeah, oh yeah. I just um, remember Mrs. Collins' cheesecake. I remember. Yeah. Mrs. Bring us, bring us up something, will you? Uh, may, maybe. Maybe. Okay. If I, I don't eat. I it am all. thankful for. I'm thankful for my family and for pumpkin pie. And for Matthew Stafford, and I think for you guys I'm in the so show. Thankful. I'm thankful for Motown Run. I'm, I'm so thankful for Matthew Stafford. <laughs> I'm thankful for my therapy session I get to have every Monday, or else I don't know what I would be doing right now. Yeah, no, so, with that, happy Thanksgiving to all of you guys. We love you very much. Thank you for listening. Uh, that's going to be it for today for the Motown Rundown for Trent Bailey and Ryan Collins. I am Ryan Rabinowitz. Submit any questions, comments, or suggest topics for the show at Motown underscore Rundown on Twitter or on Facebook at the Motown Rundown page. Do not miss a single episode of the show. Subscribe on iTunes to Impact WDBM. New episodes every week. We will see you next time. You have been listening to the Motown Rundown, brought to you by Impact 89 FM WDBM. 
For all your Michigan State and Detroit sports coverage, visit impact89fm.org sports and don't forget to subscribe on iTunes.